the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kabalik. It is Monday, July the 5th, and you're tuned into Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, a full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. Visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner, and alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Hanging in there, as long as I don't sneeze on air, which is... Uh, <laughs> Probably inevitable because the the allergies. I was saying this what morning. What is up with that? I don't know. They've been so bad this year. I never get them this bad, but I guess it's just how it goes. I got them this weekend too, and it was just ridiculous. I watched my fireworks from inside the house because <laughs> well, I didn't want to go outside. Well, that's not and too bad idea. Someone in the neighborhood had some, and it was just easier that way. Were they good ones? Yeah. Yeah, they That's were good. good. So my my husband took the dog down to actually to see they outside, you know, to see the fireworks. And um, she, you know, I know there are a lot of dogs, bless their little hearts, that have gotten scared and run away. I hope they find their way back home. But she's just like, you know, where it's are the cool people? You know, let me don't don't leave me in the house if something's going on. Yeah. That's how my dog is to an extent. I mean, yesterday, I'm not sure if it was because of the fireworks or if he was just getting restless or because I didn't do anything yesterday, which was nice. But uh, he started to kind of freak out a little bit, but then he just kind of laid down and that was it. This is what life sounds like now. I guess. (laughs) How long did they go on at your house? It's been pretty constant for about a week. Yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty constant. And it's funny to uh, be living in West Virginia now because, of course, I came from Maryland where you can't have the big, huge fireworks. Uh Of course, you can't shoot fireworks off in city limits, but it's a lot easier to get a lot cooler fireworks here. So that's been uh, (laughs) interesting just to see random, like, nice fireworks flying Mm -hmm. up in the air that are just going out of people's, you know, front yards. Now that you know they're here. Are you yeah. going to like really take advantage of it next year? Uh, I don't know. I've never been a big fireworks person. Uh, I guess it is from coming from Maryland where it was kind of tough to get, you know, good, nice fireworks. You just mm-hmm. got your sparklers and your uh, snakes and whatever they're called. And you just kind of set them off on the fireworks or in the uh, sidewalk. But I don't know. Maybe. Welcome maybe. to Freedom. Freedom is here, Jordan. <laughs> Welcome to Freedom. I know. But I don't really have uh, too many adequate places to uh, set off. Well, yeah, that's fireworks. a good point. Yeah, unless I just go up on the roof of my building and just <laughs> and it's probably not. No, probably not a no. good idea. No, no that's, and it's definitely well. It's well within city limits. Yeah, so, uh, illegal to do, anyways. That's right. Illegal and I imagine there will still be some fireworks tonight. Mm-hmm. They at around where we live, we can see them from a lot of different places and hear them too. The reverb and all that. Oh, yeah. I never know quite where I'm hearing the sound because of the creek, but um, I think they they stopped around midnight. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah, but I have to get up at three. That's true. <laughs> I'm not complaining though, because this is America, and God Good bless them. I'm Absolutely. glad they got to go and and set off their fireworks. And but how was your Fourth of July weekend, all in all? I was 
on balance it was good yeah <laughs> we went kayaking we took a longer kayak route on on the creek perfect and weekend to do that loved my it it loved the second one and it was funny because one time we went down the creek a lady was playing a harp this time when we got out we were putting the the kayaks back on our vehicle a guy was out just grinding on this electric guitar so, and it was just really cool so how creepy was the harp Inter- interaction at first because that so, had to have been a little creepier maybe i've just seen way too many movies so you could hear it because of the way the creek you could that hear it from kind of far away out. well i didn't know what it was i thought it was i actually <laughs> thought someone had a radio playing like contemporary oh, okay. christian music yeah, yeah, you know because yeah. it was just kind of had that mellow feel mm-hmm. to it so i was like oh someone's picnicking and they've got well you got closer and you actually it was a woman and her kids were playing in the creek and she dressed Very, in all I, white no, and it was flowing no and- wouldn't that have been yeah no 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 <laughs> No, but, but she was, you know, kids are playing. She's yeah. going to get some practice. And, and this guy on the weekend, it sounded like he was playing whatever his part of a concert. It was just, he had a thing going. I couldn't discern hmm. any, any like music, like what the songs were, but he was, you know, really practicing hard. Wow. It was really cool. That is kind of neat. Because that's a skill set I don't have. And when you're just not expecting it, just floating down the creek. Right. The harp, the harp thing would have freaked me out, though. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> If I you would, wouldn't have made eye contact like it was something out of a I, Greek myth or something. Or like, like if it was a ghost or like something crazy. It's in the middle of the day. There were tiny kids playing. What do they say? What do they say? You got, to, uh, you got to be nervous when you hear banjo music playing when you're out on like the river That's or something. banjo music. I feel like harps would be even scarier. You think it's like the second coming or something? Yeah. You're gonna oh, be yeah. Like, Wasn't it in uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Don't they get like tricked by a bunch of... Uh, um, I don't don't know what they're called, but uh, it was all these ladies out singing in the Isn't river when they were doing laundry. Based on like Homer or something, like the sirens. They yeah yeah sirens yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. So you think but you'd... that's what I would have immediately thought that, uh-huh. and uh, I would have been like just frozen in fear. You would have had your dog lash you to the kayak. <laughs> yeah, so he wouldn't, wouldn't stay in the kayak there. anyways. No, he'd, he'd be he'd be over there with the sirens. Yeah, he'd be over there hanging out. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't care. But I would be interested to see what he'd do in a kayak because he likes to swim, but he's too dang big that he gets out he'll just take off that's why i end up having to get a, a, a life jacket for him which is oh. hilarious to see him in next it's just a little too small mm-hmm. but he'll just take off and he'll swim and swim and swim and then he'll get to a point where he get he starts to get tired and he realizes that he's way too heavy to be out in the middle of a lake or something and then he'll turn around and start like panicking at me and then i gotta swim Where's all the my way daddy out. <laughs> i gotta swim all the way out and carry him all the way in then he just goes and does it again because he knows i'll come out and get him <sighs> he's crazy oh the trust well, yeah. did you have a good a good weekend yourself? I did have a good weekend. Golfing? Yeah, I had a good time golfing. Uh, spent some time with buddies at uh, one of my friend's new house here in town. Has a nice big backyard with this little uh, shed that uh, we all hung around all night. And I mean, you couldn't have picked a perfect, a more perfect weather weekend right? for the Fourth of July. It was nice. It was nice. wasn't too hot. Saturday didn't even need to be around a fire outside. We were just sitting there hanging out and mm-hmm. nice. It was a nice weekend all in all. And I'm the glad you thing, had a good one too. Thank you. The good thing is uh, people still have part of the. You know, some people have the day off. That's why, like, government offices are closed. A lot of people are, you know, still extending their weekend. We, however, are working. Yeah, but it's not too bad. I mean, we'll still get out of here fairly early, right? Yeah, I guess the grand scheme of things. Not too bad. But uh, stick around for more. We have our first guest join us on the phone here on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST. Part of the Panhandle story for 75 years. 
Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, a full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. Visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik, and joining us on the phone is Katie Ordove from Orr's Farm Market. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thanks for, for calling being in. on. So uh, how was the weekend so far at the at the farmer's market? Well, we had three really good 50 days Friday. The weather was gorgeous, and um, people came out to get stocked up for picnics. And and then Saturday, we did it all again. And then Sunday, we were here till 2. Um, so I was just getting back in the door today, trying to figure out what crops. This time of year, it's like every morning, it's different crops coming in than the day before. So it's a lot to just know what's happening every morning. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, so what's being <laughs> so what's hot right now? What's being picked right now? Um, this morning they're telling me that they're, we're picking our last of our Desiree peaches, which is one of our early um, cling peaches, and then we're moving into the Glen Glow peaches, which are a bigger semi-cling peach, and then they're picking the Eastern Glow yellow nectarines, and then they're picking jade white nectarines, and then they're picking gala peaches, and then tomorrow they might pick me some Nestle plums. Oh goodness, well, that. that was today. <laughs> So now those are, are those ORS employees picking those? Those aren't pick your own, right? No, those aren't pick your own. Those are what we pick from our orchard staff and um, bring into the market to sell here. And uh, then for pick your own today, we have blueberries. So I know the blueberries are just going bonkers out there. And um, we did have a lot of people out this weekend, which was awesome. But um, there's still, still just blueberries everywhere. So. It does seem like it's been a pretty uh, prosperous spring and summer uh, for a lot of the farms around uh, the area uh, this year. I guess it's been the same for you guys? Yes, just seeing really unexplained, you know, just double crops everywhere I look. I just, it's it's just blowing my mind. Like the strawberry crop this year was just unbelievable. And the blueberries are doing the same thing. And the cherries, even though they, we did have some frost that kind of cut the number of cherries back there on the trees, it did feel like they just kept coming. It was hmm. it was really strange. <laughs> kind of a nice uh, homage to your dad, then. It is, yeah. I definitely feel like it's a blessing, and um, we're just rolling with it and trying to keep up. <laughs> That's so awesome. So, uh, did the cicadas do anything to to um, affect the way you guys were preparing some of the smaller trees? Stole my question. Oh, I'm yeah, so yeah. hold on. Wait, I'm sorry, Katie. Go ahead, Jordan. Ask your question. Uh, did the cicadas affect your crops at all this year? <laughs> near the damage in our area that what we're seeing other places um my husband was just commenting he drove up to pittsburgh this weekend and um noticed all the damage in the trees and some trees were dead and just the branches falling out of the trees and um so some of the people that come out from um the different uh you know the different areas like the usda and some of the guys who over at the tree fruit research station were saying that what they think is that my dad prepared for this 17 years ago you oh. know and, and that he knew, you know, what was coming, and they they've been preparing then to cut down on the numbers and just to keep those numbers down, you know, because then they go back into hiding, right? Right, and, right. Um, so they said that you know they can tell that he had prepared 17 years ago, and then huh. also there was other things that we did that some of the scientists were telling us were a good idea, just not to do a lot of fertilizing because the cicadas like new growth, and um, so we did 
you know, hold back on fertilizing crops so that there wouldn't be a lot of new growth on the trees that would draw them in. Wow. Talk about having some good uh, foresight there. Yeah, you got to have the foresight and then those experts giving you the tips because there's so much going on out there every day. It's mm-hmm. really hard to keep up with it all. And they, they always know what's, what's the next threat and what to do about it. Well, and speaking of so much going on from a consumer side, um, I love one of the things that you guys do in particular, and that is all the great photo backdrops that you've been doing. And this weekend, you had a 4th of July theme going? Yes, yes. We have a staff member here, Christina. That's her talent, is to create those backdrops. And she, it was her, her baby. She wanted to do that last year. And I said, that would be awesome. And then she's just kind of kept it going. Every season, she'll think of a new idea. And the families just love it. They've just been coming out um, to take pictures. And we don't charge anything. It just, you know, because the, the scenery here is so beautiful already. Um, so it kind of creates just that extra little something, you know, in front of the beautiful scenery that you can take a photo with. Again, we're speaking with Katie Orr Dove from Orr's Farm Market. Uh, for maybe somebody that's tuning in that hasn't been out to Orr's before, can you kind of uh, give them, you know, where your location is, maybe your website, Facebook page, how to get in touch with you? Sure. We're um, we're right off of Arden Nozzle Road. Our address is 682 Orr Drive, Martinsburg, West Virginia. Um, our website address is Um We are open 10 to 5, Monday through Saturday, and 10 to 4 on Sundays. And our barnyard is open every day of the week, but Tuesdays. And you can reserve on our website and make a reservation to either come out and do the pick your own blueberries, or you can make a reservation to come out and take a a hayride on the tractor hayride down to the barnyard and see all the little baby animals and play on our new playground. And we did have a baby goat born just Saturday morning. So we have a real tiny little baby down there today. That's so cool. (laughs) <laughs> so if someone, you know, there there were there were years that I brought my girls and we would do the pick your own stuff. Honestly, though, now that it, we're kind of becoming empty nesters, mm-hmm. I, I like the convenience of going in and just getting the little quart of, of berries or whatever. So do you guys have plenty of blueberry options in that for those of us who don't want to go in and pick your own? We do. We have a ton of blueberries already picked this morning. Um we did sell out of red raspberries. We had some local red raspberries for the weekend. I think they're coming back in on Wednesday. Um, we have some local, local apricots and then a lot of those crops that we mentioned earlier. And, um, you know, we pick every day. So it's like if we run out of something, there's something new coming right behind it. And uh, we picked the transparent apples last week. A lot of people are making that freezer applesauce that folks like to make. Um, and then the garden veggies are just starting to hit. So we were picking um, green peppers banana peppers, um, the first of some green beans last week. And it's great to see that stuff starting up as well. Awesome. Again, we're speaking with Katie or Dove from Orr's Farm Market. Uh, do you have any big deals going on this week or coming up this weekend, maybe some events or anything? Um, this weekend, I don't think we have any events other than the barnyard and the pick your own blueberries. I know we're doing um, live bluegrass again. It's the last weekend of every month. Um, so for this this month, it'll be the uh, 24th and 25th. We'll have a couple bluegrass bands out under our tent. Um, the tents are up every day, so feel free to bring a picnic lunch and, and use them anytime. Um, and then as far as deals go, we do have some deals going on on blueberries since we have so many of them, <laughs> <laughs> some two-for deals and things like that, and um, probably some after-the-fourth deals on some produce. I haven't quite gotten that far yet this morning, but... Uh, I'm sure we'll have something going on. <laughs> well, I have to ask you, too, about your bakery items. Yes. 
Yeah, yes, are, they do um, have some. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are just having a blast at our bakery. I've, I, again, i got to give props to my staff. Um, we have a lady here that she's been here for years, Miss Donna, and she has just inspired a lot of new flavors this year for me. She She's a great cook. She's a mother of lots of children and grandchildren. And um, so we just started making her meatloaf. And so you can pick up a meatloaf in our cooler section and take it home and bake it off at your own home. And so, because, you know, a lot of us work all the time now and just makes that quick, easy dinner in the evening. And this meatloaf is phenomenal. And then she's done a pasta salad for us that we're making in-house. And um, we're doing all these little parfait flavors. So um, depending on what fruit we have that day, we're doing like lemon blueberry or strawberry blueberry or peach. You know, we're just kind of doing different mixtures on our pudding parfaits. And, of course, our pies that we bake every day. And we do have some new slushy flavors. We did a strawberry kiwi lemonade that we froze a bunch of our extra strawberries um, since we had so many. <laughs> and our, um, we're pureeing the strawberries and mixing them in. And um, we're doing the same thing with our blueberries and doing a blueberry lemonade slushy as well today. So. Again, we're speaking with Katie Ordove from Orr's Farm Market. Thanks for calling in and sharing uh, what you have yeah. going on over at the uh, market with us because yeah. it always sounds like you're having such a good time anyways. We do. We have fun every day. And thanks for giving me a chance to just let everybody know what's going on. Absolutely. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. You take care. And stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Taking local stories and sharing them with the four state. This is Panhandle Live. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, attorneys at law. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle. You can visit their new historic location at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. And if you missed it, for the break, we had Katie or Dove from Orr's Farm Market on to talk about uh, everything they've been doing at the farm Farmer's Market and what they have going on. And uh, Marsh, it sounds like they have an unbelievable crop going on mm, out there. Bumper crop. My I goodness. love it. As, as some of you know, uh, Katie's uh, dad passed away fairly recently. And um, I know that probably still stings a lot as they're going on their daily affairs. But, um, you know, to, to see how how well everything's going this year, especially after last year and, and all of the turmoil the pandemic presented, it's lovely to see that they've got a bumper crop. Yes, yeah, so there's plenty of stuff to uh, to go out and buy and pick up over at Orr's Farm Market. And it's gorgeous out there. So why not spend a little bit of uh, really any day of the week out at Orr's Farm Market? But if you missed any of that conversation, you can always hear it back over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page a little bit later on today. But we do have our next guest joining us online. It is Pastor Tim Garino of the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. How you doing this morning, Pastor? I'm doing great. Did you guys have a good fourth weekend? Absolutely. Yes. How about yourself? Oh, it was it was great. It was great. <laughs> I bet you were busy. I bet you worked a lot of the weekend, right? It was very busy, and it's it's summer's busy for us. Our numbers go up in the summer because there's more people moving around, and it was very busy. But you know what? It was great. It was great to um, we have we have we're about sixty people right now, and it's it's just exciting to see a lot of our guys who have been struggling a long time with certain addictions. They're just, uh, you see, when you talk about freedom, I mean, uh, I was, uh, I'm a veteran, and I understand freedom, but also freedom of the mind and the soul and from addiction. It's great to see uh, our guys staying clean and sober. It's a battle every day, and we have some guys hitting some uh, mile markers in their sobriety, and it's, it's just great. It's just great to be around this kind of atmosphere and see people, 
um, choosing to live sober lives instead of using drugs or, or uh, abusing alcohol. It's really great to see it. Did you do anything special at the uh, mission over this weekend for the 4th of July? Just ate a lot. <laughs> they they ate a lot. Uh, we, we kept the fire department busy because our neighbors <laughs> were blowing off uh, fireworks and then our smoke detectors went oh. off. Uh, we, <laughs> we, it, our fire, the fire department is great. They're, they get here. Um, there's not a whole lot we can do with all the smoke um, from next door and all around us because um, we have very sensitive fire alarms. So um, and we kept them busy. But it's, uh, it, it was a great weekend. Our guys, because this, Anytime there's holidays like this, to see guys not go out. In the past, we'd have had maybe 20 guys leave the mission and go get messed up and then come back the mm. next day. And we had nobody leave. Everybody stayed. Everybody stayed clean and sober. And that's just, that's huge. That is huge. One of the things that you do is uh, you keep the folks who stay there pretty busy with a, a, you keep their those hands busy with a lot of different endeavors. We've talked before about what you guys do the recycling uh, program in the county, but also you got that thrift store and today continues the dollar sale, right? Oh yeah, dollar sale at the thrift store. Uh, we've had a blowout weekend and we got a lot to sell. Come on down, dollar sale. Well, everything's a dollar. Everything. Come on in, and um, from furniture to clothing to you name it, everything's a dollar. Come on in and get it. Well, that's not a bad deal. That's no, a really no, good deal. <laughs> no, we, we got a lot. I'll tell you what. Um, it, it's amazing. Uh, again, had another situation where somebody uh, bought a jacket, and this happened last week. They bought a jacket, and they stuck their hands in the jacket, and they pulled out 80-some dollars in cash. And... Um, they came over and saw me at the store, and they said, Pastor Tim, I said, uh, I said, what's up? They said, I just bought this jacket. I stuck my hand in, and it pulled out, and there was 80-some dollars in cash. And this person said, you know, I, I can't take this money, and gave it back to the mission. Um, it's just, it, you never know. For a dollar, you can end up with $80 in cash in a pocket or something. Wow. How what special is that? <laughs> Say, how special is that that they gave it back to the mission instead of yeah, just walking and, out with it? Yeah, and, and it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing, like you said, you know, and it, nine times out of ten, it's, you know, somebody passes away, they clean out their, their closets. You know how it is. They throw stuff in boxes, they don't look, and they drop it off the mission, and it gets put out here to, for sale. And there's all kinds of jewels people find. They'll come over and say, hey, I, I just bought this, and I found this in the book, or I found this in the jacket, or I found this in the purse. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing what we find. So there's all kinds of treasures here, and um, it's just great. And we had a, a great weekend. A lot of people, like I said, um, just stayed clean and sober. We keep busy not just with the store, but uh, the kitchen. I mean, our guys cook in the kitchen all the time. We have a team that um, does two shifts, the morning shift and the afternoon shift. We do three meals a day. Uh, we, don't, we don't ever close. We serve everybody. Our numbers are going up in the summertime, so we serve a lot of people in the summertime. And, you know, we have the, the janitorial team. We have the... Uh, the sorting room team, because we got to sort all those, go through all those clothes and stuff, and hang them up, and put before we put them out at the store. Of course, the warehouse team. I mean, there's so much going on here, and like mm-hmm. you said, we have. I think so far, I think there's close to 42 guys have full-time jobs also outside wow. the mission. Um, a lot of our guys just got hired by Macy's, uh, P and G. Um, oh, I forgot the other place that just hired a bunch of our guys full-time. So, I mean, our guys are busy. We, we don't have people just sitting around doing nothing. They're busy. That's a, that's a great thing. I love the, the way that you guys run that, uh, that program out there. And I, I hope 
having listened to this show today, you'll get some foot traffic through the door for that $1 sale because that sounds awesome. Yes, and, and again, we thank you guys for all that you do, and I'm hoping by next time we talk again that I got an update on, on our um, uh, emergency transitional family housing. I hope that that's coming up real soon. We're really getting close to uh, making an announcement on that, and I'm hoping that comes real soon. Well, you don't have to wait until you're scheduled on our calendar. You can always just call us and, and get on. And get, We love to break news here. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm waiting on my civil engineer, so he gets, <laughs> <laughs> he gets a report into us, and I think uh, it, uh, we're going to be able to uh, make some announcements here real soon. That'd be great. But, no, we're excited. Like I said, we're, we're doing some things and <clears throat> keeping busy. And um, we're definitely recycling. Our, our recycling warehouse is always busy, never a slow moment in, uh, in that place. And, and, again, we're just so thankful for this community stepping up. We got the Veterans Day celebration coming up November 11th. Uh, we'll talk more about that in August and September. Um, we're still in the middle of the summer yet. But that's going real well, getting that all set up. And uh, a lot of people are signing up online to get tickets. They can go to uh, martinsburgunionrescuemission.com and get tickets. That they're, it's free, so that's going to be a great time also. But it was just a great weekend, and, and, and I'll tell you what, it's just, there's so much to do around here. we got a group of our guys going out fishing here real soon. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, a church, a, a church is coming in to take them out fishing, so they're going to do some fishing and probably get in the river and do some swimming too. <laughs> Oof, I don't blame him, absolutely. We're speaking with Pastor Tim Garino of the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. Now, before we let you go, is there anything that you guys are looking for that you need down at the rescue mission, uh, donation-wise, or you know, maybe out of the kitchen, anything like that? Yeah, with the kitchen, we need a lot of spaghetti sauce, uh, spaghetti, um, of course, eggs, uh, milk, and um, sugar. We need uh, coffee, cream, that kind of stuff. Uh, pancake stuff, always need pancake uh, mix and pancake syrup. For our breakfast, like I said, we seem to be serving a lot more this summer. Um, but again, because of COVID, COVID's over with, and in the sense of you know all the restrictions are dropped, so we're seeing a lot more people. Um, we need a silverware, real silverware. Um, Does it have to match? No, no, no. <laughs> Look, no, it's it a real question, Jordan. You're <laughs> laughing at me. <laughs> no, it don't. No, no, it don't have to match. Uh, just silverware. But we, you know, we're uh, we're looking for female adult diapers. Uh, I don't know how. You, I hope I said that correctly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is that is a sentence you probably don't say too much uh, from in your day to day. Yeah, because <laughs> um, we we work with a lot of the females that come in off the streets, mm-hmm. and um, a few of them have some issues that um, they request that, and we try to get stuff for them and help them out, and other female hygiene items we get for them, and it's it's big. It, it's it's big help for them coming in. It also gives us a chance to talk with them and try to get them off the street, try to get them into programs, try to get them into rehabs. So we use it as a tool, as a bridge to, you know, sit down and talk with them. But uh, it, it, there's a lot. We've got a lot going on. Um, helped a lot of people out of crisis uh, last week. WVU sends us uh, Luke and uh, Rich and Caroline, their social workers, their big help. Um, the doctors and nurses come in from the good free Good Samaritan Health Clinic, along with the Shenandoah Clinic. So there, I'll tell you what, there's so many people that get helped here, not just in here, but the community on a, on a weekly basis. It's unbelievable with all the different uh, agencies that come in and assist, because um, we don't have any medical stuff here whatsoever, and we get people dropped off at our door with some severe medical and mental health issues. Um, so we have to really get out there in the community and bring folks in. Oh, Lenny, one of our guys by the name of Lenny, he's a re- one of our residents. We pulled out of the woods 
out of one of the camps about two and a half years ago. He's, um, he has a speech impediment, and, and he's deaf, and we finally got him a, a tutor. Oh, and, awesome. Uh, yeah, and, it, and he's going to be tutored in sign language and also in his speech. Um, and, and, and if you... If you met him when he first came here to where he's at now, mm-hmm. it's like night and day. But um, we're finally getting him an ASL teacher, and that ASL teacher is going to spend one-on-one time. And we hope a year from now, two years from now, he's able to communicate with sign language because he's not able to really communicate what he's, what he's feeling and what he needs to speak and stuff. So we're really working on getting that taken care of because there's not much in this area for people that are have hearing impairment but we connected with that that was a, a miracle yeah that's amazing so, yeah so I, well, I hope I hope one day I can bring him in and have him sign and, <laughs> and communicate that would be awesome I mean here's a guy if you ever met him you go down to our warehouse he always comes out everybody knows Lenny <laughs> he comes out and, but he can't really speak and really hear well and um, it, it's the uh, Lions Club got him hearing aids <laughs> but he still has a a huge deficit of hearing. Wow. So, so we, we're we're getting that taken care of. He's 48, and uh, he's never had an uh, an ID or a driver's license in his, in his entire 48 years. And we took him down to the DMV. We got him an uh, ID card. I mean, it's it's amazing watching this young man uh, develop into something really special uh, compared to when we pulled him out of the. The homeless camp. He was in bad shape when we pulled him out of the homeless camp. Well, it's amazing to meet you guys, you know, to see how you guys meet folks where they are. One of the things that folks can actually go on your Facebook page and see the list of needs that you have. One of the needs that you have is dog food for a small yes. service dog. And yes. it's um, the little the little moist food. Talk about that a little bit. Yes. Uh, one of the gentlemen that's come in here, he has a service dog. And um, that's a struggle a lot of times. There's a lot of places that won't take people with dogs, and a lot of folks that are homeless have dogs because they're, they're companions. I mean, they're everything to them. And so uh, this, you, this man needed a place to stay. Uh, we had an agency come to us and say, hey, could you take him in? He's got no place to stay. He's got an animal. And I said, sure, no problem. The dog's name is Patches. If you ever see this dog, it's really neat. The dog is real cute. Um, very, very well mannered, doesn't bite anybody or anything like that. But uh, this man stays with us. Uh, he, we have a dog um, pad that he sleeps on. The guy takes care of the dog. And then the dog eats this little, um, it's called, um, I forget what the, the dog food's called. It looks like um, the picture was for Caesar. Yeah, Caesars. That's mm-hmm. right. He calls it Little Caesars. <laughs> that's right. It's becoming a little thing. And we've had some people drop some off. And that's the kind of dog food this dog eats. So, um, we, you know, we, we, and then we're taking the dog, I think, next month for shots, for its uh, up-to-date rabies shots and stuff like that. But it's a, it's, a, it's a companion dog. And so, you know, it's hard. Like when I was in California, a lot of the females had dogs, and they wouldn't come in because a lot of shelters wouldn't take the dogs. Mm-hmm. And our shelter opened up and took them in, and you get them. You just can't. They're not going to separate from that pet. Right. That's not going to happen. And you've got to have compassion, and you've got to. So you you got to make things happen, and 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 you can we can, we can do that here as long as the animal is not vicious or mm-hmm. anything like that or aggressive. And this dog is a trip. I mean, it, everybody loves this dog. He'll, he'll sit on your lap. Um, he's so calm, um, and and he's he's very well trained. Uh, the owner has him very well trained. So um, yeah, we ask for stuff like that to, to minister to these folks, and that way 
they get to come in off the street. Otherwise, this gentleman's been living on the street for years. Right. And, um, they just won't come in without the animal. Again, we're speaking with Pastor Tim Garino of the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. And uh, can you let everybody know how they can get in touch with the rescue mission, maybe for donations or just to see what you guys have going on? Sure. They can go on our Facebook page. Uh, we've always, uh, always got stuff going on there. Or our website, martinsburgunionrescuemission.com. And there's all kinds of stuff there. There's information. You contact me directly, phone numbers, all that stuff, what's happening. And, again, we're, we're just so thankful for the community that we're in. We're thankful for you guys for letting us uh, get on the air and sharing. And um, it's just a great community to be in, this area, the Panhandle community. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome, the Eastern Panhandle. And, again, thank you guys. And uh, what, a, what a great weekend this past weekend was with the 4th of July. It seemed like everybody was out celebrating. It was, it was good to see spirits lifted again, and, and everybody's just excited about you know, getting back out there in the summer. Again, Pastor Tim Garino of the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. Thanks for calling in and sharing all the amazing things that you do uh, for all of us here in the community. Thanks again. And thank you, guys. Have a, have a blessed week. You Thanks, as well. You too. And stick around right. for more here on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, part of the Panhandle story for 75 years. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, a full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation, They provide legal counsel tailored to you. Visit their new historic location at 224 West King Street in downtown Martinsburg. And you can always find them online at SuttonandJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewarner. Alongside me is Marcia Kavalik. If you missed any of the show, you can always hear it back over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page a little bit later on today. But at the start of the show, we had Katie Orr Dove from Orr's Farm Market to talk about everything they did over this past uh, holiday weekend and uh, all the crops that they have for sale because they're just booming uh, with their harvests so far this year. And then uh, for the last break, we had Pastor Tim Gar of the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission on uh, to talk about the millions of amazing things that uh, he has going on down there. Always busy. And always, always busy. they're always eating down there too. He said <laughs> three meals a day without fail. And you've got some news about eating. Oh yeah. The uh, hot dog, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest was back this year with fans in attendance. It was right at the uh, normal spot uh, in Coney Island. Have you ever been to Coney Island? No, I haven't. Have I've you? been to New York City a handful of times, but I've never made it out to uh, Coney Island. I mean, I can imagine it's just like any other, you know, beach boardwalk but uh, regardless the hot dog eating competition was yesterday and Joey Chestnut ended up winning and broke his own record of 75 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes I believe Uh, and he ended up eating 76 hot dogs and buns uh, in the 10 minute window which is incredible to me incredible and slightly disgusting it's okay it's all of those things but but I'm looking at at him, I'm looking at the lady who won, Michelle Lesko, who uh, consumed 30 and three quarters dogs and buns, six and three quarters more than the runner up. And they're all so thin. Mm-hmm. Where do they put it? I don't know. I remember, uh, what was it, early 2000s, maybe early 2010s. There was a documentary that came out about that Kobayashi, the uh, Asian guy that was like winning all of these contests and he was like taking over the eating world Mm -hmm. and won like all these. He had a big competition or um, 
uh, rivalry with Joey Chestnut and whatnot, and uh, they had a documentary on him, and he is like five foot six. You'd think he's almost a bodybuilder with how he works out and everything, and then just like the week before a big uh, eating contest, he eats whatever to expand his stomach, and then he goes for it. Wow. So there is a technique. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, it's got to be, it's, I mean, it's unhealthy to eat that much of anything at one time. You got to be able to, I guess, get rid of it and get back to normal. If you were a competitive eater, what would you, what would your specialty food be? What could you eat a large quantity of? I feel like pizza is the natural way to go, right? I feel like everybody could sit there and put down some pizza. But I will say that one time a friend of mine and myself, we split a, (laughs) I had a coupon for a uh, party platter of Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. It was like 60 or 70. I think it was 60 nuggets. And uh, we ended up splitting it 30 and 30. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we sat there and ate 30 nuggets to ourselves and wasn't too banged up afterwards. Maybe chicken nuggets. Yeah, well, that would go go down pretty easily. I imagine the pizza, if it was kind of a, if it was a really good pizza because mm-hmm. it's a little greasy, That's true. that might be a little difficult. So I know there's a uh, place just off the walking, I can't remember what the shop's called, but it's just off the walking mall in uh, Winchester. They have these, you can get these gigantic slices of pizza, but then they have uh, a pizza contest where oh. you can eat like the whole thing. And however long of time, I think you have like ten minutes. That could be your starter contest. Mm, maybe, maybe and I, I remember it being pretty good pizza. So uh, maybe, maybe try that. What about you? Is there anything you could? Uh, I can't. I can't think of something that I would eat in the quantities of like seventy ice cream. Well, I guess it'd no, be tough. not even that. Like maybe I like carrot sticks, like the little <laughs> baby carrots. Like I could down would, a few of those. Would you do like with peanut butter or ranch or anything no, like that? No, they are God's perfect food. I got to have them with at least peanut butter with my carrot okay. sticks or like celery and stuff. Maybe you get extra points if you slide them down with some <laughs> ranch or something. I don't carrot know. sticks. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, okay. Look, you asked you. me. I didn't have time no, to I'm really not think judging. about it. I'm not judging you. I think, you are, I think I'm being judged. I'm not judging you at all. No, I think oh, that's potato very chips. You can't eat just that's one, true. right? Or like uh, uh, Pringles. Mm-hmm. But... Okay, Pringles would be good because you could get the uniform size. But like, yeah. if you're just opening up your average, you know, bag of Lay's or Martins or whatever, they're all such different sizes. So you could eat like 76 of the really tiny ones and That's win. True. That would be pretty. And cool. then someone would, you know, there'd be an asterisk by your win. I could probably for, for yeah. Eternity. I think chicken nuggets would be the way to go. Uh-huh. So if we can find a chicken nugget and or chip eating. Potato chip eating or <laughs> carrot stick eating competition, uh, we got to get signed we up. We should for talk it. to our, our promotions department. Oh yeah, or even like <laughs> apple. Well, I can't eat raw apples, but that's a texture. Thing. There is an eating contest for apples in the fall. When you when you're here in the fall and you go to Apple Harvest, mm-hmm. you could you could take part in that. That could be maybe your your entry into the food eating contest uh, world. Maybe I have to do that. Maybe go. Uh, what what do you think first, apples or pizza? Uh, pizza first. Pizza's got to be the first. You one, know right? the youth fair too. They have watermelon eating contests. Oh, I could do so, that. Too. Yeah, you could put away some watermelon. Hmm. You don't need the rind. Have... Oh well, good. Yeah, <laughs> I would hope that would probably be the tough part of it. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, oh, I wanted to ask you before we finish up today. How was your um, antiquing? Oh, it, okay. So we antiqued, but we also went to a restore, and I spent six cents. Not a bad day. The reason is one of the nice guys at the Salvation Army wouldn't let me pay for my purchase because my friend was buying a big ticket item. He's like, you don't argue with the help. 
And then the other thing is I bought an album for Jason, the big dog, and he yeah. paid me back. So I just paid the tax. Oh, like six nice. Cents. Well, there that you go. My, that was all I spent. Well, that is a successful trip in my book. <laughs> and if you've missed any of Panhandle Live today, you can always listen back over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page because uh, that'll be up here directly. And uh, hey, have a great Four Marsh Kavalik and myself. Have a great rest of your day. And we will talk to you tomorrow. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs. This is the Panhandle News Network, a West Virginia Radio Corporation station.